Hi, you guys. We are Kate and Cal, just two mamas on a mission to help women get in a daily routine with God's Word. We have seen the power of transparency when we share bits and pieces of our own walks with the Lord and hope that you see Jesus in these unfiltered, everyday conversations. We hope you dive headfirst into this community and ask God to move in your life through a daily pursuit of His wisdom and grace. So take a walk, grab a coffee, and put in those headphones as we encourage you in light of the gospel. Can't wait to do this with you. Hey, you guys. It has been a long time since Kate and I have been able to get on and record together. We're really excited to talk to you today. Um, Before we get started, we wanted to let you know that um, if you didn't know, Kate and I run online accountability Bible reading plans, and we are starting a new one on Monday. So we are going to be reading through 1 Samuel together. It'll be 31 days of reading plan, and we will start this Monday. Um, So if that is something you are interested in, if you are someone who is struggling to get in the Word every day or someone who is struggling to understand what you're reading when you do sit down to read, we would love to be able to come alongside you, hand you a plan that is easy to follow, and a group of gals to just read alongside and check in with for accountability. Today we're going to be talking about what it looks like to guard your heart in today's world, and this is something that we were asked when we did our Q&A. We're still doing the Q&A series Um, and we are really excited to dive into what this looks like from different angles because we think that it's something that can be used, um, that it is a really good idea to guard your heart and it is a biblical thing and we're going to talk about that, but then we're also going to talk about the flip side and how it can often be used, um, as a little bit of a way to hide behind things. And so we are going to tackle both conversations today, Kate and I will. And so Kate, you want to go ahead and get started? Yes, um, I was super excited to hear this, or I guess to read this question in our inbox because I think it's so important. I think that not only is guarding your heart a good idea, but it's also a command over and over in the Bible. If you open up your Bible, you're going to find lots of verses on this. Um, and one that we pulled right away, Romans twelve two: do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And that's just one of many verses we could pull to kind of back up why we're talking about this in the first place, why we think it's important, and why we've done a lot of hard work in our lives on this very topic, especially being women who struggle with anxiety. I feel like this has been really prevalent in in my life in asking myself this over and over again. Um, I think especially with the last two years and all the things that have gone down in our world and just getting older as an adult and being, I guess, a little bit less naive about the things that happen in this world. um, I think that setting boundaries. I think the first part of this is setting some boundaries and that's, um, a pretty typical way to start this conversation. And so that's the first angle we just want to briefly go over because this is something super near and dear to my heart. Um, we have to set those boundaries for what you allow yourself to see, um, to protect your mental health that goes anywhere from TV to podcasts, to what we're Googling, to the notifications that we get on our phones. Um, I know a big one for me right now that I'm like contemplating deleting is my news notifications because it just is honestly like an interruption to my day and oftentimes not good news that I'm seeing. Um, and that's something that my husband and I literally talked about last week and like, do I really need these notifications on my phone from our local news channel? Um, and how is that affecting my heart? And there's enough bad that comes across our newsfeed already 
whether it's on Instagram and social media. And I found that it's super helpful to cut those unnecessary things out. Yes, we are. It's important to stay informed, but at some point, if it's affecting your mental health negatively, then you at least need to be praying about that. And um, I kind of ran into this a while ago. This was back when I was pregnant with Remy. Um, so it was it would have been 2020. And I am like a true crime junkie. I love true crime podcasts. I love crime shows. It is so interesting to me. It just captures my attention like nothing else. Like a nine-hour car ride to Denver can go back by in a blink for me listening to just super interesting stories like that. Um, but I noticed that I was really struggling with anxiety more and more the, the more I was consuming that kind of content. And even though mm -hmm. it is something that interests me so much, I honestly have a cold turkey one day. I was like, this has to stop. And now I I don't watch those shows. I don't listen to those podcasts anymore just because it is a protection method for me um, in guarding my heart. And I think we can say the same about social media too. Um, not feeling like we need to consume all the time. That's a big one for me that I continue to try to work out those continuous breaks in consuming content on a daily basis, hourly, minute <laughs> by minute. Um, setting those boundaries to protect us from the sinful things like envy and jealousy, insecurity, doubt, discontentment. Um, what boundaries can we set there too? And so this is a constant conversation in our household, um, just especially being someone that does struggle with the mental health part of things. Um, it's become something I'm just so aware of <laughs> these days. Yeah, and I think it's really important to acknowledge that you weren't just giving examples of like real world things in the sense of to, we can only protect ourselves so much from things like the news and things like that. To a degree, we have to be aware of what's going on around yeah. us. But when it comes to, there are so many of my friends that are, and I, I personally, I can't with the crime junkie. Like I know that about myself and I have known that for a long time. I've never even listened to one episode, but I have a lot of friends who do. And I think that there's nothing wrong with it. If that's something that that's just not a conversation we're having right now. But like when it comes to the crime junkie stuff, like that is not real world stuff that we have to be consuming or have to be listening to or have to be uh, aware of what's going on. That's something we can totally set a boundary with. And so I think that especially those things that are fiction, those things that are, you know, not even real world kind of things, those are the things we definitely need to be evaluating of. Do I need to consume this because this isn't a part of my daily life and this isn't a part of you know um current events and so that was a really important thing that I think you brought up and I think that a lot of people will benefit from hearing um yeah it just like puts ideas and then sorry one last thought on that it just puts ideas in my head at least that like don't need to be there as far as like yes. fears I don't actually need to have currently in my situation or life circumstance and I mean I've I've been into like I don't, I'm not like a huge reader right now unless it's my Bible or something around <laughs> faith or religion. And But in like elementary school, I would be that girl who would constantly pick up the mystery books and, and all of those things. And yeah, mm -hmm. just can't do it anymore. <laughs> Too aware. Yeah. I I have a friend and we I was friends with her before I had kids. She had kids before me. And I remember her saying that about movies and things that were sad. Like I used to really like the like drama so I wasn't never really into like the crime stuff but I would watch more of like the 
I don't know what you'd call it, I guess drama, where it's like, there's like, you know, a really like heart-tugging story, mm-hmm. and she'd be like, no, I, I need to watch something lighthearted, like I can't watch this, and I didn't understand it, and now that I've had kids, I'm like, oh my goodness, and I remember even my mom saying that when I was a kid, she'd like, we'd watch a movie, and she, she said like, things just change after you have kids, like the way you watch movies and watch shows changes after you have kids, and that totally is true for me, like I cannot handle the same capacity that I used to be able to handle, and I often am like, um, let's do something lighthearted because I just can't, I can't handle I can't the feel emotions. the feels right now. I already have plenty of ups and downs in my emotions. I don't need the I ones don't need that to are think about anything else emotional. Exactly. Oh, that is so true. And so that's a really great and almost easy. It might not be easy in the sense of it might be something you really enjoy. Like you, like you said, you really enjoy the crime junkie, but it's easy in the sense of it's not something you really have to deal with a relational issue or something coming up with another person that you work with or, you know, not knowing what's going on in the world because of it. And so I think that that is more of a, I put air quotes around the word easy, but something to set a boundary with that it's it's going to protect your mind and your heart. It's interesting. Um, And I think that that's really important. It has been difficult in the sense of like, that was something that Cole and I really enjoyed doing together. Like he still, Mm. and he still has plenty of capacity for that because he's we just think differently (laughs) and he's cool (laughs) because he's cool and he's so chill all the time and that is not me and so he still does really enjoy that and so it's kind of hard to be like oh I don't think my heart can handle that tonight like sorry can we choose a chick flick (laughs) that's not always the answer he wants to hear but he loves me well and that's it Alex would definitely relate to that, which is not surprising. For those of you who don't know, our husbands definitely relate to each other on a lot of topics. So true. But um, Alex loves action and adventure, and that's just not something I've really ever been able to handle much of. And so once a year, I let him pick the movie and we go to the movies. That's been our thing ever since. Wow, once a year, you're so generous. (laughs) Once a year. One time a year, I go to the movies with him. And the running joke is that after we had Carson, so our first son, we went to the movies together and I left to pump and I came back with shopping bags. And he's like, where did you go? He's like, you literally walked in halfway into the movie with shopping bags and sat down as if nothing had happened. I was like, well, I had to leave to pump and decided to just make the most of it. So that was one of our first dates after having Carson. That's a memorable one. I don't think I've ever heard of someone doing that, to be honest. (laughs) Well, now you have. Another thing that we wanted to talk about today, though, with um, setting boundaries um, is kind of the flip side of that, where I think sometimes we want to put up walls and set boundaries around things that maybe we shouldn't be, and we do it in the name of guarding our heart. And so it's not to say that we shouldn't be guarding our heart, but to say that maybe we're guarding our heart from the wrong things. And, um, And so that's people. People are not something that we should be closing ourselves, like, closing ourselves off to. Um, I'm going to read from Matthew 5, verse 43 and onward. It says, You have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good, and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? 
Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that. Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. And so I think that that's just something to remember as you are going through this conversation of what it looks like to guard your heart. And this doesn't mean that there aren't boundaries that we might need to set within our relationships. I'm not saying that by any means, Um, but just that completely closing off our heart. Alex and I, my husband and I are foster parents, as many of you know, and I think that that's probably one of the number one things that I hear when people say that they couldn't do foster care is just they wouldn't want to get hurt in the process. And that's something where I really feel like we're not called to guard our heart in that way. Um, That doesn't mean that foster care particularly is for everyone, but I think that we could say this about a lot of things, not just foster care. We might say this when it comes to um, really stepping out and loving a coworker that kind of bothers us, or when it comes to getting, inviting a neighbor over for dinner that might feel like more of a bother than an enjoyable dinner evening, um, or whatever it might be. And so it's not necessarily that it's just one topic, but that there are so many little relationships in our lives that we don't open ourselves up to. And that's just truly not what we're called to. We are called to just love people so deeply, even when they are really hard to love, especially when they're really hard to love or when we know it might be difficult for us to love them. And so that was just the other kind of flip side of the coin we wanted to talk about and kind of challenge you in is that while we do, we do believe that you need to be guarding your heart from some things of the world, that there are other things within our world that we really need to be opening ourselves up to more, more of. Yeah. And I'll state the obvious of like, we're not referring to abusive relationships and things like that. Obviously there are things and that need to be done in actions that need to be taken to protect yourself. Um, we're not mm-hmm. talking about those outliers. We're talking about, in general, loving loving people and living in a culture that is constantly telling us, don't inconvenience yourself. And we just need yes. to be open to those inconveniences a little bit more um, in the name of loving others for, for Jesus and being his hands and feet here on the earth. And so that's kind of where we're talking about that flip side of the coin. Um, and the other thing I think we need to remember when we're talking about guarding our heart is just being so rooted in where our, our identity lies in the first place. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're likely someone who knows your identity is in Christ or you're someone exploring that relationship with Christ. And we hope that that's kind of where he's leading you is to find your true and only solid ground in Christ. And that, if that's mm-hmm. true for you, then nothing happening anywhere in the world or in our own backyard can take that away from us. Um, And there's scripture again to back Mm -hmm. that up there. So just remember that at the end of the day, we can guard our hearts and we can take action on that. But also there's nothing that can happen here on this world that can take our identity away from us when it truly is in Christ. Um, And we're, my husband and I are reading a book with a group of friends right now, and it's called respectable sins and it's by jerry bridges and it's been really good um and i think that it goes right along with this topic as well is we need to be making sure that we're taking all sin seriously and um especially the sin that's in our own hearts i feel like we're all really good at taking certain sins seriously and as christians we Mm -hmm. often jump the gun and take 
other people's sin seriously and like to like wave that around and how terrible that sin is. Um, but really there's tons of these just like sinful things sitting in our very own hearts right now in this moment that we're just kind of brushing off, um, is kind of the idea of this book. And it goes through each and every one of those supposedly respectable sins. And so, you know, the anxiety that we let sit, the discontentment in our current circumstances, the constant worry that the Lord is like, do not worry, do not worry, do not worry. That's a, that's a command. So when we continue to sit in that worry, again, we're not talking about the anxious thought that pops in your head and then you, you know, that's not, that's not the kind of sin I'm talking about. I'm talking about the ones we let sit there and ponder on mm-hmm. and grow and fester um, and we just can't sit yeah. and be okay with that kind of reaction to these circumstances that that are out of our control, these circumstances that are in our world, things that we can't necessarily do anything about in this moment. Um, our reaction to that matters, and our reaction to that is sometimes our gut reaction is sinful. I'd say a lot of the time it is. It is sitting in that anxiety and discontentment. And so that was something that I'm reading right now that's been really good to kind of evaluate my heart on those topics. Um, yeah, I really want to read that book. That book sounds really good. Kate's been sharing a lot with me about it, and we have been talking a lot about anxiety because Kate and I, that's something we have been very open about that we both struggle with, but that we both also actively are working to not sit in that struggle. That's not something we've ever, like, been a proponent of being okay, but we've been having a lot of conversations of just about how really it truly is not okay to sit in that anxiety and that worry. And so that's been some interesting talks. And I think maybe we'll probably talk about it a little bit more Mm -hmm. on here someday. Um, But I think just also remembering that we are not the master of our days or like the outcome, but that we can steward what we can within our day. And so it's not that we think that we're in control of every little thing and that we can set these picture perfect boundaries and everything is going to be crystal clear and nothing's ever going to cross over, but that we can at least be intentional in the ways that we know how and just kind of allow the Lord to work through that. And so maybe this is something, not even maybe, this is for sure something that you're going to constantly have to reevaluate. This isn't something you can just make one decision about and then that's going to be the decision that you feel is the proper one for forever. Um, These boundaries are going to flow and change as life changes and seasons change and you might need to add more boundaries or take some away, um, just depending on uh, this season. And so that's just something that I think we need to keep in mind as we're setting these is just to really surrender that to the Lord and really ask for his guidance in that and just trusting that he's going to work within um, those intentions. Yeah. And I think that's super relatable with something. I don't know where I think I was taught this in school and or when I was teaching for four years. I'm not a teacher anymore, but a couple of years ago I was wrapping up my fourth year of teaching and they taught this a lot in like the guidance counseling classes. Um, but it's that idea of our circle of control. And if you just think of like, you know, a circle and the, in the things inside the circle are things that you can control things like your attitude or what you buy, what you watch on TV. Some of the, the examples we have given today, um, who you surround yourself with, what you're posting on social media, those kinds of things are things we can control. And then, a lot of the things we're talking about here that when we're talking about guarding our heart from what's happening in the world around us 
are outside of that circle of control. They're on the outside. We cannot control what is going to go across social media today. Um, who's going to post what? We can't control the news. We can't control mm-hmm. our health. We can't control, to an extent, we can't control our health. We can't control political issues, the economy, none, other people's behavior. There's tons of these things that are just outside of that circle mm-hmm. of control. And so those aren't things that we need to be spending our our time on really with our thoughts with our actions with our fears um that that's just kind of a good tangible reminder for me and an exercise that kids would do would literally sit down at their desks and have like a worksheet and it would be the circle and then they would put the things in the circle that they could control and then the the worries and the fears on the outside and so that is an exercise that works for adults too if that is something that you're struggling with and I think it's just a really good mental picture but could also be like an exercise you take yourself through if this is something you're really struggling with yeah I think that we are wrapping it up today but I just wanted to read one more verse um Colossians 3 1 says if then you have been raised with Christ seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God and I just we just want to encourage you today and we hope that this podcast kind of helped like guide you through that just really be doing what you can to be pointing your thoughts to Jesus over and over again throughout the day and setting these boundaries hopefully is going to be helpful in doing that um if this is something that you have enjoyed listening to, we would love if you would rate and review um, this episode. We You can do so on Apple or Spotify, I believe, podcast, and that would just be really helpful for us to be able to reach other women as we are sharing um, the words that the Lord puts on our heart when we sit down to record these. We honestly never know <laughs> what, what's going to come out. So it's been a fun process to do. Um, but we will catch you next time. Thanks for hanging out with us on today's podcast. If you liked what you heard, we would love it if you would leave us a review wherever it is you are listening from. If you want to join our everyday community that goes through the Bible, reading plans together each month, check out how to get plugged in at our website, kateandcalco.com. Our community is made up of incredible women committed to ditching the excuses and holding each other accountable to getting into God's word daily, even when that looks imperfect. We hope to see you in there.